Bonjour. Hello, everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager, and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known, and reach more clients? At NataPR, we deal with real clients every day and we'll teach you simple, fun, and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello, and welcome to this 87th episode of the NataPR School podcast. For this 87th episode, I'm delighted to welcome one of our students from the Nada PR School, Marie-Pierre Saint-Laurent. Marie-Pierre launched her own company, Marine Marketing, just a few months ago, and she decided to enroll in one of our training to create a public relations campaign for one of her clients, Le Bon Panier. So you can imagine how ecstatic I am to receive Marie-Pierre. <laughs> she, she took our program to serve one of her clients. So this is amazing. So Marie-Pierre is a digital marketing specialist. And after about six years, she worked for different companies uh, and um, she learned a lot about, of course, today you cannot be a, a, a communication specialist or a marketing person without being involved in anything, everything digital. So she's learned a lot and she decided to launch her own company called Marine Marketing, Marine Marketing. In English, it would be Marine Marketing. That's amazing. It works in English, right? Marine yeah. Marketing, Marine Marketing. That's part of the idea. Her main goal, <laughs> and her main goal by creating her own company was to serve clients honestly while making sure they understand her digital marketing services. And I really love her, um, her mantra because there's so many companies out there that just tell and oh, just about anything. And well, young, young, young agencies just tell their clients just about anything. And I've heard so many stories on my side too. So thank you for agreeing to join me, Marie-Pierre. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> and following, you know, I, always, I love to do like long intro. And um, so before we start talking about Le Bon Panier, one of her clients, and we will be talking a little more about Marine Marketing and Marie-Pierre, of course, I always start by asking my guest a very simple question, which is, who is Marie-Pierre Saint-Laurent? Uh, to start with, well, thanks for your uh, introduction. Um, to start with, I'm a professional in communication, so I graduated. And actually what I did as a bachelor was, uh, as an undergraduate, I think we say in English, was public relations, interestingly. So I, I graduated in public relations and I, I worked in communications. But as soon as, as you mentioned, I worked for various companies. But throughout all of my experiences, I always, uh, I has, I've always been involved in marketing, digital marketing, uh, in different levels at different levels so that's why that's what i got really special specialized in and eventually after working for uh, events organization after working for agencies or after working working for uh, tourism companies i decided to go on my own and launch my own uh, digital marketing service that's interesting because you, you also work for a um, digital marketing agency then you went, as I say, on the other side of the mirror <laughs> and you became a client. So it's interesting. So you, you know both sides, which is a, a great advantage, I find. So you understand also your clients and what they're looking for. But probably you've 
work with agencies also that you that weren't <laughs> responding to your needs and you decided to create your own agency? Well, that's yeah. Well, as when I was on the on the other side of, you, of the mirror, as you say, like as a client, I could hear, I could see like the agency's speech, and I was like, mm, I think I think you don't think I know what you're talking about, and like that's an approach that I've seen a few times, and that's an approach that has me like wanting to take a totally different approach. Like I want to uh, to talk a language that uh, my client will understand, and if he, I, I want to ask the questions that will have them wondering like, oh, actually, why do I want to do this? What are my objectives? And where do I want to take my uh, my company with this marketing initiative? So I want to take them by the hand and say, this is what we're doing. And we're doing this for these reasons to reach these objectives. Yeah. And listen to this, my friends, because this is very important. And I find that this is very precious, what you are proposing, Marie-Pierre, because many, I know many, many of our clients actually are marketing their directors. They've been around for a long time. Sometimes they, they don't feel that they are up to speed. They're not, you know, so, uh, let's say, um, web savvy. They don't know everything about, you know. So this is why sometimes they hire young, young, very young marketer, digital marketers. And they don't understand what they're telling them. So, and I tell them, well, no, 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 listen to me. Your marketing reflex are still good. Like, you know, the basic of marketing, it's still the same at the end of the day, but you need to find someone that's going to be smart enough to explain you how, how, why Facebook, why Instagram, why TikTok, why LinkedIn, or what are you going to do and what they, they have to explain you. You have to understand. If you don't understand, something is fishy. (laughs) Mm-hmm, totally. <laughs> I was telling you that in the, in the because we always record in French before this one. And um, I remember one of my clients came to us and said, well, our digital marketing agency is proposing this uh, influencer campaign. It was a lot of money. Like, let's say, you know, for a small company, if you decide to spend, I don't know, $50,000 in an influencer campaign, you want to know what's going to happen, right? And uh, they they were proposing only uh, Instagrammers, young Insta- Instagrammers as influencers to work with. And I told them, I said, "What what's your target market? Who are you selling to? And why do you want to do this campaign? And so, well, my my market for this product is probably 45 and older, maybe 50 and older. I, I'm like, yeah, you know, right there, you shouldn't have only Instagrammers. You have to be careful. Maybe you need some people who are very present on Facebook that talk to the 40 plus. And do you want to sell your products or just want to, you know, you want to create awareness? It's, oh, well, I want to sell. I'm like, well, yeah, this campaign is not going to bring sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So ask questions, and it's this is why this is why I, I really love what you're saying because you've been on both sides. So you know you know what your clients are looking for, you and you know how to explain to them. Well, listen, this is not because the web is so present now that uh, the marketing rules don't apply. They up op- they apply. They're still the same. We're still humans at the end of the day. So totally, uh, and like marketing is like digital marketing is just a new media, but like the message and the idea behind the message and the psychology behind the message remains the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some people talk about the three P's, the four P, the five P's. It's it's still true <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. you know. <laughs> so what led you to enroll to Nada PR school? Well, I had this client, as you mentioned, Le Bon Panier, which in English would translate to the good basket. And the but they're trying. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it works, right? Le Bon works. Panier. It's uh, nice the great French. basket, maybe. I don't know. Um, the great so basket. Anyway, what what they are trying to do is. Um, 
make all small businesses be together on the same platform, on the same online platform for people from the province of Quebec be able to easily find them. So um, they did that and they wanted to lead a public relations campaign. And when I uh, knocked on your door, uh, what I yeah, think I said, well, you should join, you should join the program. Yeah. yeah, and, and I you found did. it really interesting because this gives me only not only the opportunity to uh, put up uh, a PR campaign for my client, but I will keep uh, the knowledge to further apply these bit of knowledge that I've learned and to apply this for this client, the bon panier. Oh, yeah, you and have new that tools can also now. You have applied. new tools in yeah. your basket, let's say. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that I can further apply that, to other clients. But tell me, what was your goal? What was your goal when you came to knock at our door? Why did you come knock at our door? Well... Le Bon Panier, uh, they, they wanted to get known. Like they've been putting, they've been putting a lot of effort into. Um, and I find this interesting because I've seen this in your ad at some point. Uh, are you tired of like seeing your competitors having a lot of media coverage and you don't have, even though your product is better? And that's totally the case of Le Bon Panier because they they came up with they they came up with something that's a very good product. That's an ex, that's an immediate response to something that already exists. Better that than their them. main competitor for sure. Yeah. yeah. Not Yeah. This is interesting um, because it's exactly what I'm saying. Well, yeah, sometimes you see your competitors or you see similar products featured yeah. all the time and you're like, yeah. wow, we have something better than them and nobody comes and asks me to talk about my product. Well, we know why. This yeah. is what I teach at the Nanapia School. And this is what we did. And this is so interesting because Le Bon Panier, they have this competitor, which is a huge, huge competitor. Uh, a lot of money, millions were, were put behind this. It's called the Blue Basket, Le Panier Bleu. It's the government that produced this in the province of Quebec in Canada. So they, they created with a very smart and a nice, you know, um, they wanted they had to had a lot of communication local... budget. Oh, my God. But <laughs> listen to this. Up to this day, you cannot buy on Le Panier That's Bleu. Thing, so yeah. if you go in the Blue Basket, you can buy. But if you go on my 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 friend's here client, yeah. <laughs> Le bon Panier, you can buy right away. So this is interesting. The media love that. You know, it's a little like being a, uh, a little war between they, the they, the... David against Goliath, right? Yeah. <laughs> and winning the fight. So media totally. love that. This is a great story. When you can oppose something, Without mentioning, you don't need, don't even need to mention the, 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 the panier bleu, right? You can say, well, here's who we are and why you're better. But you have to tell them. You have to send that information out there because otherwise they won't find you, right? Totally. <laughs> totally. And so, what else did you discover? What else did you learn at the NetAPR school? A few very interesting things. To start with, um, my perception was that PR, public relations, were highly a function of Uh, the contacts that the relationist or uh, the agency had built over the years with journalists, with people from the media. Um, it is true, but not like it's not inaccessible. Like it, it's, it's possible for anyone, for any company to build a contact list if it's relevant Listen, enough. it's possible for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and this is exactly what I'm teaching. <laughs> yeah, to build a contact yeah. list and contact people and actually get your message out there. And yeah. that's the first very interesting thing that I learned that I, that I will keep with me. Yeah. But what you're saying is not untrue because back in the days, let's say, my God, because I've been around for 30 years. So I know, I know what you're saying is not, it's still not, it's still true in the sense that PR agency and, you know, these PR people that we know, if you imagine someone uh, back in the days, yes, we had like we call a, 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 a petit carnet, you know, our little notebook with our contact. And we knew them because this is what we were doing. We're spending our, 
five days on the phone talking to these people. So we were building these relationships, but it's not true anymore, especially after COVID, because with all the changes, oh my God, this, we spent so much time, like you did, doing going on Google, finding, you know, who's been talking about, you know, your competitors, and then you can look at, oh, maybe they might be interested by my client, by Le Bon Panier, if they spoke about the other one, right? And uh, yeah. this is what we did. And we, you had a lot of success. Totally. And another thing that I learned, it's a very much, very much a, a research work before everything. So if you do a, a relevant research and you contact relevant people, like relevant journalists, relevant influencers uh, that will find you relevant, well, that's where you, it's, it's your... The same way you're, you want to target the right audience when you're doing PR, you want to target the right journalist, the right influencer that is relevant to your product or to what you have to say. And that way, it's better to reach for a smaller amount of people and a more relevant amount of people versus having And you've like heard it. me. You've heard me. Some people are coming to me and they have this crazy media list, but maybe you have not even one media in that, in that, you know, I don't know, 500 list of contact that you have that is not interested by your product. So you better have 20, sometimes even 10 very good contact. And instead of having like 500 that are not talking about your product, you know, it doesn't make sense to have those crazy lists, but people don't, don't understand that. And the more specific, the more precise, because at the, end of, at the end of the day, we're humans. So humans want to know that you did a little bit of research, that you know they've been talking about a similar subject. This is, this is the best, I find. So you can write to them. Can you imagine how easy it is? I know it's a lot of research, but oh, Google, you, you can it's like almost impossible not to find what you're looking for on Google today because it's such a big beast. And uh, so if you look for any subject, you find information. So you will find people in your market who, are, who, are, who talked about a similar product. That's a great way of building a list, right? And you did that. So that was really interesting. What else did you learn? Uh, another interesting <laughs> thing that I find is like, is um, that the success will be highly based on how you manage to make yourself uh, relevant to the journalist you're talking to or the influencer you're talking to the same way they want to be uh, relevant to their audience. So you, you're nearly talking not directly to them, but you want to talk to their audience nearly directly. So if, you're, if you can like uh, wrap your message in a way that you make yourself relevant to them, in a way that they can nearly just what you said and push it to their audience well that's yeah they're gonna tell your story help. to their yeah. readers or their viewers if it's a radio or a tv station and it's not complicated you have to find a why why would they talk about you sometimes it's very simple in this case is well the bon panier is this you know this platform where we have all these local brands and you can buy on these platforms so that that's the message right <laughs> as opposed to what's already in place and what's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's interesting, right? So, and since COVID, I know my my uh, listeners are always interest interested in you know what are the new trends emerging. So, what have you discovered? Have you learned about any? Is there any new trends you found that you're using? Well, we're talking about Le Bon Panier, and it comes like it hits it hits the nail uh, on the head because one of the things that we've seen when we collectively took conscience realized how how much of a big difference it makes to support our local businesses as opposed to when, when we saw our local businesses being closed and not being able to do business anymore as opposed to like huge uh, 
uh, companies, uh, I won't name them, we know them, but like see them being able to keep doing business uh, because they can sell food because they were and they were allowed to and stay open. Uh, well, we're not going to name any pharmacy, any supermarkets, <laughs> but just to name those we know two, them. right? <laughs> and this made for all of us realize how important it is to support our and local... And all the small ones had to food. shut down, you're right. Yeah. They had to close, they had to remember, huh? they had to close down their stores and they, many of them, well, many of them, first of all, disappeared. Many suffered a lot. So the Bon Panier decided, well, we're going to create something to help them make sales right away. Yeah. Not like our, our government who created this crazy platform called the Blue Basket where you can't even sell today. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's very interesting and very It's powerful. It's just basically a catalog where you can find yeah. anything. So the trends are, you know, I, I, you, maybe you've heard me, if you listen to this podcast, I talk about this trend that I call the most international trend today is by local. So every country since the pandemic, we all realized that we were depending a little too much on China. And uh, all, every government all over the world is emphasizes the the fact that we should buy local as much as possible. And it's funny, I, at the beginning, I remember having a, a conversation with my partner at the agency and I'm like, do you think it's going to last this local thing? And and the answer is yes. Um, two years ago, I wasn't sure. I'm like, nah, it may be just a trend and then it's going to disappear. But no, it's really a big movement and it, I think it's there to stay for uh, many years. We'll see uh, down the road, but so if you want to invest in the fact that you're local, you want to promote the fact please do please and if you are and people don't know please tell them <laughs> and I think you can't really go out of trend to some extent because like you, you can't go wrong with saying well this product is local it's from here so even if the trend is not as trendy as it is right now well you can't go wrong with saying look at our product versus like this product that comes from China we are local so by us like you can't go wrong with this message Yeah, because there are other trends beneath those, like uh, being sustainable and, you know, being more um, good for for the environment. So, of course, if you are local, good chance, chances are you can even link yourself to these like sub-trends that I call them. So, for sure. That's so interesting. And what are your best practices on the web? What are marine marketing best practices on, best practice on the web? I think that one that we can't avoid, and I think it's always been a win, a win in any, uh, at any era, but now more than ever, I think authenticity and integrity are unavoidable. So true. Um, I think back in the days, maybe, uh, maybe in the 80s, 90s, you could go out there and just like spam your products uh, and make it like very visible and say, buy our products because it's good without any further explanations. That's so true. And what, I'm, what comes to my mind is also, uh, you know, those personalities. Some people were coming, let's say, from, from abroad and they were changing their name and telling they were like Italian chef and da 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 da, da. They could like tell a whole different story and lie about themselves and present themselves in a, in a new market with being in a new persona. Now it's impossible. You have to be real and honest. And uh, we were say, also mentioning this. Uh, we know, especially with, I think the, it, it's, it was true before, but now it's really difficult to hide because with, with Google, you can find anything on anyone, first of all. <laughs> and second, everything is so amplified, I find. When, when something, there's something bad or good even that, you know, the news is spread so fast on social media. And it can go because people really, will do whatever really they fast. want with it, so they can say anything, and it goes super fast. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It there's goes no fast, more so dead be careful. angle. 
No, this is why, and this is we. I'm not specialized in the, in the crisis management, but I I know how to do it. And when something happens, or you have a client who's not happy about a service or a product that they bought, and they, they decide to tell it online. Back in the days, we were saying an, an unhappy client is telling it to ten. And people around him. Now it can be millions of people knowing that he's not happy about something. So you have to go out if you're the owner of the company or you created something and you made a mistake. So you have to say that you made a mistake. Otherwise, it's going to keep like building up, building. It's going to be very damaged. The damage are going to be really bad if you don't go out and tell the truth. The best strategy is to go out there and be super honest and transparent. Tell the truth and the second step is tell them what you're going to do. This is what we want to do. We're not going to sell this product anymore or we're going to whatever. You have to go out and tell people. Yeah. Wow. I'm happy we're not specialized in that because it's it's, it's the difficult service. And what are marine, marine marketing's plan in the short term? Now, as you said, um, my project, my, the project Marine Marketing is very recent. So now it's uh, an expansion. My, my, my goals right now are expansion goals. I just, I, I want to find my rhythm. I want to find the rhythm uh, of Marine Marketing. And she wants new clients so you can yes. contact her, my friends. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> and to wrap up, what can we wish you? Uh, well, various and stimulating projects. <laughs> yeah, now you can pick and choose. That's the difference yeah. when we are we work for our, on our own. We can say no to some clients that we don't want to serve or that we know we, we're not going to serve well, right? Yeah, yeah totally. like the values have to align, and it's a it's, it has to be a match. Uh, ah, yeah. So thank you so much. It's so great. Now you have all these tools in your bag, so you can serve other clients and uh, help them with uh, creating like very simple. It's not, and tell my tell my my listeners, it doesn't take long to do that. Like it's just a few hours. It's not long to do that. And it's like the research is super interesting, and like the time you will take for this will just like. I feel like it can't, if you do a good research job, it can't result in nothing. Eventually, you'll get something. And as you say it so often, uh, the the combination of PR and social media can be so powerful. Super powerful. So, yeah, you're gonna, really happy then, if you do that well, now. then you're going to have more, you're going to capture more emails, you're going to increase your sales. That's guaranteed. Well, voilà. Well, thank you, uh, Marie Pierre, and Thanks I hope you. uh, you'll we'll be working on some other products together for sure. Yeah. And uh, thank you, thank you for joining and listening to this uh, this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and this what I call PR and marketing little break in your week, and that it, it inspires you and gives you the time to think about what's happening in your business. And uh, well, yeah, you can sign up also for my program. I forgot to say that in French, but you can sign up for our new program that's going to start on May 4. So I can teach you exactly what I, what I taught to uh, Marie-Pierre. You can learn it. So please sign up. The link are going to be below if you want to. The link for Marie-Pierre is also there and for Le Bon Panier as well. So merci, Marie-Pierre. Thanks, Nathalie. And I hope you'll be joining me next week. À la semaine prochaine. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.